morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likuti Alotas. We're continuing in Yoradea, Helik Sheni, Hilchis Nadorin, Halacha Hey from the beginning. We dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu Nishmas, Dvoira Chana, Bas, Rav Menachem Mendel, whose your side is today, and Le'ilu Nishmas, Rav Shloimoy, Rav Moshe, whose your side will be on the 22nd of Hadar. We dedicate the learning also for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Bas Dalia, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, Sarrochel Bas Yusbendel, Avivelan Bas Yusbendel, Sarlea Bas Chavaliba, Gitipenendel Bas Sipoira, Libalea Bas Sipoira, Yaakov Yehoshua ben Freindel Rechel, Shlomenisa ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, in the Chasa bas Chana, Miriam Esther bas Sorikitl, David Lei ben Shena, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Avigail Brochel bas Shiladvoira, Yehuda ben Soramaya, Chaim Aye ben Brochel, Simchasara Bas Ahuva, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Michasara Bas Hadassa, Tovit Tzvi Ben Chayaliza, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Ami Ben Chai Ben Yehudis Gila, David Ben Behia, Shendel Bas Lea, Besoich Shar Choli Yisrael. Rab Nusantal bases this halacha on chapter 60 in Likud Imran. Al Pi HaToyrah Posach Rabbi Shimon, Ayin Shom Kol HaToyrah. Rav Nosanthal says, review that entire chapter on Likud Imran to have a clear, solid base for this halacha. Mavoyer Shom, Rav Nosanthal explains over there on Likud Imran, Shom Yidei Sipurei Maisiyist, Mo'oyverin Mehashena, that by telling stories, we can awaken people from their spiritual sleep. Rav Nosanthal said, that the Welt says, the world says, that when you want to put somebody to sleep, you tell them a story, a bedtime story. And I say that when someone is spiritually asleep and you want to wake them up, you tell them a story. And Rabbi Nezal shows there on the Kudimran that by telling these, these types of holy stories, a person can, and waking people, taking people out of their spiritual sleep, a person can affect the kidasakoros, that women who weren't able to have children should be able to have children. And when a woman has a, gives birth to a child, that brings yira. There's Rabbi Nezal quotes a posak, trembling like a woman in childbirth. And the proper type of Yira brings about long life. The Pesach says, Yira Hashem Toisif Yomim, that fear of Hashem adds days to a person's life. Bechinas Tikune Atik, and Rabbi Nassau there on the Kutimran speaks about Tikune Atik. Atik means old age. And when a person is to this proper old age, there's to great wealth. The Pesach says, 
ויאברהם זוקן בו ביומים, והשם בירך את אברהם בכל. That Avram Avinu was aged, and Hashem blessed him with everything. And when a person is to this great wealth, this enables the person to be to a deep understanding of Torah, which it's impossible for a person to receive this great wealth, <coughs> to, to, to achieve this deep knowledge of Torah, this is Boinimus Torah, without this great wealth. The Mishnah says, in Kemach in Torah. If a person doesn't have Parnassah, they can't have Torah. And Rabbi Nathal shows the Anikutimran that when a person wants to be to his Boinimus Torah, a very deep, high level understanding of Torah, it requires this great wealth. And Rabbi Nezal says there, that's why Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, Rabbi Akiva, Moshe Rabbeinu, and others had to have great wealth. Ayin Shon Kol Zeh Look over there in Likud Imran chapter 60 to be able to get a clear understanding of all of these concepts that Rabbi Nezal just presented very briefly. Paragraph Aleph, now Rabbi Nezal begins. And this is related to the concept of vows. Whereby a person has the ability to declare something which is permissible, to be able to declare it forbidden, and to make it forbidden to him. Or, a person has the ability to obligate himself to do something which the Torah didn't obligate him to do. And a person can, can accomplish that via a neder. And what this tells us is that a person has the ability to make for themselves new Torah out of anything in the world. Kigoyim, for example, a person can make it an obligation from the Torah for the person to have to go to a certain place, although previously there was no mitzvah involved in going to that place. However, when a person obligates themselves by making a neder or a shvua to have to go there, then it becomes a mitzvah, an obligation based on the Torah for the person to have to go there in order to fulfill his vow. And so too in the opposite manner. When a person declares something forbidden to himself via by making a neder or a shvur, that person has created for themselves a new isur based on the Torah through this vow that they made. 
Even though, were it not for the person making that nether, it wouldn't be forbidden for them at all. Nimza. So therefore, we see, based on what we just described, that through neder and shvua, a person has the ability to make, to create new Torah out of anything in the world. And this is similar in concept to these special stories that a true tzaddik tells, where Rabbein Azal explains over there, we could run, that by the tzaddik telling these, this type of story, he can awaken people out of their spiritual sleep. Rabbein Azal explains over there, there are people that are sleeping away their lives, as a result of the fact that their ponim, their seichel, has left them. The ponim is the true seichel of the person. There's a person, the chochma of a person lights up the face. And when a person's chochma leaves, it's as if that person is asleep, because we know that when a person goes to sleep, the neshama leaves them, and the neshama is associated with the brain. We say in the morning when we put on tefillin, that the neshama, which is my brain, and when these people, when a person falls into a deep spiritual sleep, it's impossible to awaken the person and get them out of that spiritual sleep through standard Torah. But rather, it requires a story, telling a certain type of a story. Whereby the tzaddik hides inside the story the tzaddik hides one of the faces of the Torah. As Rabbi Nezal expounds on this over there, in the middle of Torah Samach. And that's similar in concept to the neder, the vow, as we just said, that by through neder, a person can make, can create Torah out of anything in the world. And now Rav Nosan is going to explain the similarity between Neder and Sipur Emaisius. Rav Nosenzal says, what causes a Jew to fall into a spiritual sleep? Which means that they lose their face, their spiritual face, which is the seichel. That comes about as a result of all the foolishness, the hevel oilam haza, the foolishness of this world, which is the oilam ho'asiyah, overpowering the Torah. 
כי התוירה והעולם הם בבחינת גוף ונפש, because the תוירה and the materialistic world are like a soul and a body, כי כל העולם הוא בבחינת גוף לגבי התוירה שהוא הנפש והחיוס של כל העולם, because the entire physical materialistic world is like the body compared to the Torah, which is the soul and the life of the world. Because just as the body cannot move, cannot function at all, without the battery inside of it, without the soul, so too the world cannot exist and does not have its own life without the Torah. The Torah is the source of life and what allows the world to continue to exist. As the Pesach says, the Torah is your life. And when all the foolishness of this world overpowers the Torah, meaning when a person forgets their mission in life and, and they, they forget the Torah as a result of all the foolishness of this world, then that person is considered spiritually asleep. Because just as physical sleep, which overtakes a person as a result of the heaviness of the body, the body becomes heavy, tired. And that causes the seichel of the person to leave the person goes to sleep, they close their eyes, and their brain shuts down. In the form of sleep, so too exactly is there a concept of spiritual sleep when the foolishness of this world, the heaviness of this world, overpowers the Torah, the light of the Torah. And when that happens, when a person becomes spiritually asleep as a result of getting involved in the foolishness of this world, we have to awaken the person out of that sleep by telling them stories. Because the true tzaddik knows and understands the Torah that's hidden in all these stories and all the actions of this world from beginning to end. And this tzaddik knows how to hide and cloak the light of the Torah in all kinds of stories. 
ועל ידי זה דייקו הוא מעורר מהשינה. And by doing this, by telling this type of story, he awakens people out of their spiritual sleep. This spiritual sleep, which came about as a result of all of the stories of this world, overpowering the Torah. Meaning that the person got involved in the Olam Agashmi, and as a result ended up disconnecting and forgetting about the Torah. Because the tzaddik reveals that in all the stories of this world is hidden incredible Torah. How does the tzaddik do this? By being able to tell a story regarding this physical, materialistic world, and to cloak, to hide in these stories, one of the faces of the Torah. And by doing this, the tzaddik is showing, he's revealing the fact that the holy Torah is cloaked and hidden in all of the stories of this world. And by doing this, the tzaddik eliminates spiritual sleep from the world. Which we said before, comes about what causes a person to, to go into spiritual sleep when all of the stories of this world overpower the Torah. By the tzaddik being able to show, to tell a story, what seems to be an ordinary story about life in this world, and hiding Torah inside of there, the tzaddik shows that in all of the stories of this world is found Torah. We know that Rabbi Nezal told these stories these deep stories that seem at first glance to be ordinary stories about things going on in this world, and there's hidden in there incredible deep, deep aspects of Torah. And so too, we know that the Sifri Kabbalah show us that in the stories of the Chomish and the Navi are hidden the deepest, deepest secrets of Torah. And now Rav Nosanzal says, paragraph Bey is, And this is exactly the concept of neder. The Zohar Kodesh tells us that the concept of neder comes from a very, very high spiritual place. The Torah uses the wording, If a person will do a wondrous thing, Pele, of making a vow, and we know the term Pele is associated with Bina, with Keser, the highest levels of Kedusha. These high levels, the Keser and Bina, are used to represent the hidden Torah, the secrets of Torah. Torah, 
And by a Jew tapping into this neder, they're able to create Torah out of anything in this world. And this shows that in everything in this world is hidden Torah. A person makes a vow, I'm not going to use this table ever again in my life. He's showing that the table is Torah. But by the person revealing that everything in this world has Torah, the person has the power through a vow to create new Torah out of anything in the world. And that's exactly what these stories are. Because through these stories, we show that in every act, act, everything in this world, there's Torah found there. So we've shown now, that vows are similar in concept to the Sipure Maisius that Sadiqim tell, or Sipure Maisius of Sadiqim, by which we awaken people out of their sleep. And this explains what the Gemara tells us, that sometimes by a Jew making a vow, the person motivates themselves and they inspire themselves to fulfill the Torah. As the Gemara says in the Dorim, page 8, that even though making vows is not such a good thing usually, but a person is permitted to make a vow in order to motivate themselves to do something. They want to do a certain thing, and they don't, they don't have enough motivation. And they know that by making a vow that they're going to do it, that's going to give them that extra push to make sure that they're going to do it. As the Pasuk says, I have sworn and I will fulfill to, to uphold your, the mitzvahs to the Torah. As we just said, because vows have the power to give the person sometimes that extra push that they need to fulfill the Torah. Because they are similar in concept to these stories, which also inspire a person and motivate a person, take a person out of their spiritual sleep, and get the person to want to fulfill the Torah. And this is what the Pasuk says, is a Pasuk in Tehillim that says, Asher nishba l'ashem nodar la'avir Yaakov, Dovamel says, I have sworn to Hashem, I've made a vow to the powerful one of Yaakov, 
that I will not allow myself to sleep until I build a house for Hashem. So Rav Mosenzal says, look at this. The, the, the neder and shavua is not to allow myself to sleep, to make sure I don't sleep. Because these different types of vows eliminate sleep. Because they are coming from this place of awakening people from sleep, getting people out of their spiritual sleep. Paragraph Gimel. And Rabbi Nassau explains over there in the Kutimran that by a tzaddik doing this, by a tzaddik telling these kind of deep stories and getting people out of their spiritual sleep, waking people up from their sleep, this results in women who are barren becoming being able to bring children into the world. We know that the, the, the Gemara tells us that, our, and we on Rosh Hashanah, we read Vahashem Pokad Es Sora, that Sora Imenu didn't have children for many years, and Hashem gave her the ability to conceive. And we know that Rosh Hashanah is all about waking up from sleep. The main mitzvah doiraisa of Rosh Hashanah is blowing shofar. And the, the Gemara and the Rambam write that what is the shofar? The message, the message of the shofar is Uru Wake up, you people who are asleep. Wake up from your sleep. The, the blast of the shofar is intended to wake us up. So those that the tzaddikim who through their sipurimaisius wake people up from their sleep, that results in pekidas akolis. And this will explain why Chana, the wife of Elkanah, the Navi tells us that she was barren. She couldn't have children for a long time. And when she wanted to have a child, the Navi tells us that she went into the Beis Mitosh and she made a vow that Kemosh Kosov, as it says, Vatidor neder, vatispalel al Hashem. She made a vow and she was mispalel to Hashem. Namot, the Zohar Kodesh points out, it should have said vatispalel el Hashem, to daven to Hashem. It says vatispalel al Hashem. She davened al usually means above. She, her tefillah went above the standard yud ke her tefillah went up to that place of Bina, that place of Keser, from which the ability to have a child comes from. Because as we explained earlier, Neder is similar in concept to these stories that the Tzadik can tell. Which is what takes a person out of sleep and by taking people out of their spiritual sleep, this affects Pekidas Akoros. We know that Rabbeinazal, when he told his, the Sipuri Maisius, those stories, 
he said he wants it written down in Yiddish in order that women should be able to read it so that a woman who's having difficulty in having children will be able to read these stories and it'll give her the ability to have children. Paragraph Dalit, Pesach. And this is what the holiday of Pesach is all about. It's interesting, we're learning this now. We just finished Purim a few days ago and we're headed towards Pesach. Because the whole concept of the Jews being able to come out of Mitzrayim, to come out of Golos, is dependent on awakening people from their sleep, which is accomplished through Sipuri Maisius. Because this is a known concept in Kabbalah and in Hasidus, Shehagolus ubechinas Shena, Vahagula, he bechinas his Eurus has Shena. That Golus is sleep, and Geula redemption is a concept of waking up from sleep. We know there's a Pasuk, Lochin Golo Ami Mibli Das. Therefore, my nation was exiled from lack of das. Golos is like sleep, just like when a person is asleep, the brain shuts down. So too, when we were in Golos, we're in this state of lack of das. Whereas Geula is waking up from sleep. As the Pasuk says in Tehillim, Beshuv Hashem is Shiva Sion, Hoyinu Kechonim. When Hashem took us out of exile and He brought us back to Yerushalayim, it felt like we, like, like a dream. A person dreams when they're asleep. And therefore the Pasuk also says in Tehillim, regarding when we're in exile, Ura, Lomo Sishan Hashem, wake up. Why are you asleep, Hashem? Hokitsa, wake up. And when Hashem gives us the salvation and he takes us out of exile, the Pasuk says, Hashem. He woke up like from a sleep, Hashem. And waking people out of their sleep which is the concept of coming out of exile, coming out of Mitzrayim, is accomplished by telling stories. And this explains why Hashem did not begin the Torah with mitzvah, by, by telling mitzvahs, but rather with stories from Umesaper Kama Maisios. And in, in Chomish Barashas, it's all about many stories and the first half of Shemais. And cloaked in these stories is the Torah. That's actually the entire Torah from the beginning of Barashas up until Hachodesh Hazel Ochem, Shehi Mitzvah Rishonah, 
which is the first official mitzvah that was given to the Jewish nation. Interesting, this coming Shabbos, we're going to read Parsha Sachoidesh in Yitzhashem. And this is why Rashi explains in the, on the first Pasuk in the Torah, Hashem really should have began the Torah with the first official mitzvah that he gave to the Jews upon leaving Mitzrayim, which is the mitzvah of Kiddush HaChodesh. So why didn't he? Why did Hashem start with all of these stories? Hashem wanted to tell us the his great power, koyach ma'asov. The word ma'asov means his actions, and ma'asov also means stories. Hainu Yisrael. Rashi goes on to explain that Hashem did this in order to enable us to conquer Eretz Yisrael. Because if those other nations that were there before us would say that Eretz Yisrael belongs to them because they were there first, Therefore, Hashem told us the story of creation, that Hashem created the entire world from beginning to end. And therefore, he's the boss. And he can allow whoever he wants to live in a certain place. And when he decides to replace them and, and evict them, Hashem has the right to do that 100%. Shehi Iker and conquering Eretz Yisrael is a major example of waking up from sleep. Because we left Mitzrayim in order to go to Eretz Yisrael. The main reason and purpose of leaving Mitzrayim was to get to Eretz Yisrael. As the Pasuk says in Chumash Dvarim, Hashem took us out of there, out of Mitzrayim, in order to bring us to the land. And this ties in beautifully with the other Pasuk, that when we returned to Yushalayim, we realized that that exile was like a dream meaning we were asleep. Because returning to Eretz Yisrael, meaning to come out of exile, out of Mitzrayim, and to return to Tzion, which is the holiness of Eretz Yisrael, that's like waking up out of a sleep. As it says, it, it was like we would we were dreaming. Because afterwards, when the person wakes up from the sleep and they come out of exile and they return to Eretz Yisrael, that's when we realize that the whole Golos was, that, that Golos was a, a, a sleep and a dream. And this fits in beautifully what, which, what, what we said earlier about 
that Dovra Melech made a vow. He said, I will not allow my eyes to sleep until I first discover a place for Hashem, a site for the Beit Samikdosh, a resting place, a mishkan for Hashem. Because the real complete redemption will only be when the Beis Hamikdash will be built. And this is why in our tefillah, whenever we're asking Hashem to redeem us, to take us out of Golos, we're asking for the building of the base Hamikdosh. Because that's the real completion of the redemption. And we're learning here that redemption means waking up from sleep, coming out of a sleep. As, as Dovr Melech says, Im I make I, I vow that I will not allow myself to sleep at all whatsoever until I find a place for Hashem. The Hainu Binyan Beis He was referring to the site upon which the Beis will be built. He calls Man because so long as the Beis has not been built. Neymar, the Pasuk says, You have not yet arrived to your resting place, to your proper inheritance. Because the real completion of the Geula is only when the Beis Hamikdash will be built. I see a question in the chat. Is Pesach similar to Purim in this way? Because Rav Nosanzal says about Purim that it also is an aspect of waking us up from sleep because the Megillah, which is a Sipur Maisa, is read then. The answer is definitely yes. Rav Nosanzal shows that, that we know that uh, Homlan said, Yeshnoi Amechod. They, there is one nation, and he used the word Yeshnoi. The Gemara says that Homan said, their Hashem is sleeping. And this was referring to the fact that according to their calculation, according to Homan and Achashverosh's miscalculation, it seemed as if the 70 years of exile had already ended, and Hashem had not taken the Jews out of exile yet. So they, they thought that the Jews are in a deep, deep sleep. They've fallen away. They've disconnected from all 70 faces of the Torah. And, and Megillah Sester is, is, is an outstanding example of a story of Sipure Maisius Mishonim Tagmonios, an ancient story that wakes us up from sleep. Rav Nosanzal speaks about this in a number of different places. Now Rav Nosanzal continues, paragraph, hey, 
שהם בבחינס בקרב שונן, בחינס שבעים שונה, שבעים פונים לתוירה. רבי נזל סזו בדיון ליקוד ימרן, that sometimes you can wake a person out of sleep by telling them a recent story, a story that's not ancient, that doesn't go very, very far back. It's called Bekerev Shonen, meaning it's within the 70 years. Shivim Ponim La Torah. It's within the 70 faces of the Torah. Avol Yesh Anoflu Nikol HaShivim Ponim. But Rabbeinu Zal shows there on the Gudimran that there are people who have fallen to a level where they've disconnected themselves, they completely from all 70 faces of the Torah. Whereby in order to wake these people out of their sleep, you have to tell them a story that comes from an ancient place. Stories that go way, way back. Shonam Kadmonios. Those stories are connected to Bina, to Keser, which is the source of, of all 70 faces of the Torah, from which all 70 faces of the Torah receive their light. These 70 faces of the Torah draw and receive their light from what's above them from this Bina, from this Keser, we know in Hashem's name, Yudke Vavke, we're told that the Vav represents Zerampen. And Zerampen is the Torah. The Vav is the letter that represents the Torah. Just like the Gemara says in Baba Basra that the Luchas were six by six, which means that the first two letters, the Yud and the He, are above the Torah. The Bina and Chochma and, and Kesra are above the Torah. The Chochmahadu'ulas and all redemptions from exile, Shehem Bechinas His Oyorus Hashena, which are examples of waking up from sleep, Kulam Hoyoho Ikar Avidei Bechinas Sipurim Isis shall be care of Shine. All of them generally came about as a result of stories. Bekerev Shalim, recent stories. And that's why those Geulites didn't last, those redemptions didn't last. But rather, unfortunately, the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. Because although the Tzadikim that were involved in taking us out of exile, Ubifrat Moshe Rabbeinu, especially Moshe Rabbeinu, Shekoimel Kol Hagaulas, whereby taking us out of Mitzrayim was Koilel all the different redemptions. Shekulam Al and all Gaulas are brought about through Moshe Rabbeinu. He is the Tzadik of all generations. We know that it's brought that the word Gam. Gam represents the Shekhinah. Gam means also. And it's brought that, that Chala, the mitzvah of Chala, 
is associated with women. Women are the ones that take challah, and women represent the Shekhinah. And the word challah is bigimatria gam. And the Sforim tell us that the word gam represents all of the geulas that Klau Yisrael had. Gam is geulas Mitzrayim, which is geulas Moshe. Then you have Hanukkah, the miracle of Hanukkah, which is geulas Matisyahu, Gimomem. Then you have Purim, which is geulas Mordechai. And then you have the final geula that we're waiting for, which is geulas Moshiach. These tzaddikim that told these stories, which helped us get out of Golas, these tzaddikim definitely knew stories, ancient stories also. However, unfortunately, the time had not yet come to be involved in Sipure Maisius Mishonim Kadmonius at that time when we were going out of Mitzrayim, which could have brought about a complete Geula after which there would not have been any more Golas. Because at that time, by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, we had not yet received the Torah. Which means that none of the 70 faces of the Torah were being revealed yet. And the Torah at that time was still very, very hidden. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't draw and, and turn on the light of these Sipuri, the highest level Sipuri Maisius, the Sipuri Maisius of Shonam Kadmanius, these ancient stories. And therefore, the Geula at that time was brought about through Sipure Maisis' more recent stories, which correspond to the 70 faces of the Torah. It's a much lower level than Sipure Maisis of Shamukh Harmonios. Now, afterwards, after we came out of Mitzrayim, we were zechut to receive the Torah on the holiday of Shavuot. And then were revealed these 70 faces of the Torah. As the Pasuk says about Matan Torah on Har Sinai, <coughs> The Pesach says, Ponim beponim diber Hashem imochem, that Hashem spoke to us face to face. Ponim, that the ponim, these shivim ponim of Torah were revealed. Shezehu iker shleimus his oyorus hashenah. And this is an example, an example of true waking up from sleep. 
כי בשעס הגולוס, שהוא בחינת שינו, אי אפשר לעורר על ידי הסגלוס התורה בעצמו. Because while we are in exile, which means while we're asleep, we cannot be awakened from our sleep by revealing regular technical Torah, by telling us about the mitzvahs. But rather, the Torah has to be cloaked and hidden in stories. And by telling these stories, we wake people out of their sleep and we take them out of Golis. Now, afterwards, after the person already comes out of Golis, they come out of the sleep, then we can reveal the Torah, the standard mitzvahs of the Torah, which were hidden in those stories. This is the concept of Hashem giving us the whole Torah after we came out of Mitzrayim. Meaning, after Hashem had already told all the stories from Bereshis up until Parashas Yisroi, up until Matan Torah. However, the, the essence of those stories at that time and the revelation of the Torah as a result of that was, was based on stories of Bekerev Shonim, more recent stories. Even though in those stories of Bereshis, of the creation of the world, and Noyach and Avram Yitzhak Yaakov are hidden in there, stories of, of ancient stories, Shehem Shoyresh Hakoil, which are the source and origin of everything, Shoyresh Kol Hashivim Ponim, they are the, the source and the roots of all Shivim Ponim of the Torah, so still, still, Rav Nosanzal says, the, the coming out of Mitzrayim was brought about through Sipurim Isis of Bekerev Shonim, the recent stories. Ki koite matin Torah, yef shelahaschom yisipurim Isis shoshom kagmaniyos. Because before the Torah was given on Har Sinai, it wasn't possible to start with such a high-level light, the, the, the ancient stories. The Alkane, and therefore, after coming out of Mitzrayim, unfortunately, we still experienced many different exiles. The four major exiles of Bovel and Parasumodai and Yovon and Edom, Ad Shabonu Legobus Hamar until we arrived at this long, bitter Gobus that we're still in today. The Iker Hagobus Nimsha Halidei Hanefoshos Shenoflu Alidei Taivoseyam Lebechina Shemedibola. And this exile that we're in, 
really came about as a result of all of those souls that as a result of engaging in all of their desires, in all of their materialistic desires, they fell into a, a deep sleep. And they fell away and disconnected from all 70 faces of the Torah. And as Rabbi Nezal explains here in Kudiman, when a person falls away from and disconnects from all Shiv and Panam Latoira, the only way you can wake that person up is through stories, ancient stories. And this is why when Hashem offered Moshe Rabbeinu the opportunity to take the Jews out of Mitzrayim, Moshe Rabbeinu refused. He said, Don't send me, Hashem. Send the one who you're going to send in the future. Because Moshe Rabbeinu realized and understood that it was impossible to bring about a complete geula at that time, that even if he would take the Jews out of Golos, it would only be short-lived. <clears throat> Question in the chat, why was it impossible to tell these ancient stories before the Torah was given? It says that such stories are specifically for people who have fallen from all 70 faces of the Torah. So what does it matter whether they have the Torah or not? The answer is that a person who's a person who's been in darkness for a long period of time, if you show that person a bright light, you'll, you can blind the person permanently. When a person is in complete darkness and you want to take them out of darkness, it's got to be done in a gradual way. You can't show them a super, super bright light. So that, that's why Rav Nassim is telling us here, at, at that time, that we couldn't be shown this light of of, of Sipoimaisis, of Shon Karmanias, before some light had been brought into the world, before the Torah had been given to the world. We'll just finish the paragraph, please. <laughs> this explains... Now, when Moshe Rabbeinu asked Hashem, what name should I tell the Jews? What should I tell them is your name? Hashem said, Eheyeh asher Eheyeh. Eheyeh do'ano zomeno mehedi. Rabbeinu Zal says in Likut Imran, chapter 6, that Hashem's name, Eheyeh, means I will be, I want to exist. Zeh b'china sipoi maisiyas now. This represents the stories in which is cloaked and hidden the Torah. And that's why Hashem used this name, which refers to hiddenness, <coughs> like, like pregnancy, where the baby is hidden inside the mother's womb. Kemuva bekisveu Harizal, as the Harizal explains in the Priyat Shaim and Sharat Tzvon, Kishom Adayinu in his Gala Hatoyra, Shehu Shmod Kotshebrichu, because in Hashem's name Ekiyeh, 
is not, the Torah there is not yet revealed. Bechinash, which, which is the name, the Torah, which is the name of Hashem. Bechinash Shem Havaya Baruch which is Hashem's name, Yudke Vovke. Rak Huadayim Bechinash Eke, but rather, at that point in time, Hashem was still in this state of Eke. I will be. Ano Zomim Lanehevi. I am... I'm preparing to be, I want to be. Hashem was implying that I am going to be revealed when the secrets of Torah that are found in these stories of the Torah and in all the words of the rabbis will be revealed. And this will also explain why it says Ekia twice. Now, referring to these two types of stories. Because one Ehe represents the recent stories, the stories of recent times. And the second area represents the stories of ancient times. That's what's going to bring about the final geula, which we're waiting for. And this is why the Gemara says, the Gemara says that the two areas, Hashem is saying, I will be with the Jews in this exile, in this, in this suffering, and I will also be with them in these future sufferings, the future exiles, to get them out of there. Because what's allowing us to exist, to continue to exist in this exile that we're in, and our main hope of getting out of this exile is dependent on these very high-level stories, which are these stories of ancient times. Rav Mosazal is going to go into this much more. I didn't mention it up front, but we also dedicate the learning my mother, All these neshamas should have an aliyah, they should be melitze toy for us, and we should be zoycha, we should be zoycha to study these stories of the Torah, which have these this incredible high-level hidden light, which will bring us to the Gu'ula Shleimah ben We'll have much more on this. Rav Nosan is going to speak about the Haggadah, Haggadah means to tell, to tell a story, which is what we do at the Seder night on Pesach. Thank you, Rev. Nassim. Good week to everybody. All the best.